Hello and welcome to our newest podcast episode. I'm Sherry Brown and this is Arlington CTE Keeping It Real. I work in the Office of Career and Technical Education as the CTE Testing Coordinator. During this episode, I will be sharing information with you about credentialing tests that are offered to students in Arlington Public Schools. A CTE credential validates a student's knowledge of a CTE content and provides industry-recognized proof that a student is prepared for career-related responsibility or post-secondary education and training. Students can earn one or more credentials while in high school. In Arlington Public Schools, more than 30 different certification tests or technical exams are offered for students to earn a credential. On the Virginia Department of Education website, a credential is defined as one of the following. A state-issued professional license, an industry certification that validates essential skills and knowledge of an industry, trade, or professional association, a standardized assessment of skills and knowledge in a specific career or technical area resulting in certification, or the workplace readiness skills for the Commonwealth certification. Workplace readiness skills have been a part of Virginia's CTE curriculum since 1998, when the first 13 were introduced after research and feedback from employers. Today, there are 22 skills organized around three core areas, personal qualities and abilities like creativity, work ethic, and problem solving, interpersonal skills like conflict resolution, teamwork, and respect for diversity, and professional competencies like information security, professionalism, and career and life management. The 21st century workplace readiness skills for the Commonwealth may be found in the first 22 competencies of every state CTE course across the state of Virginia. Students enrolled in a CTE class at any of the comprehensive high schools, high school programs, and the Arlington Career Center will have the opportunity to take the workplace readiness skills test. Students can demonstrate their knowledge of these competencies and their preparedness for employment through the Workplace Readiness Skills for the Commonwealth Assessment, which was developed by the Career and Technical Education Consortium of States. The assessment is created in coordination with the Virginia Department of Education Office of Career, Technical, and Adult Education. Students who take and pass this assessment demonstrate they are prepared with skills employers prioritize as most important. Students taking economics and personal finance are offered the WISE Financial Literacy Certification, a national standardized financial literacy certification test. This certification exam provides students with an opportunity to demonstrate their financial literacy knowledge and skills. The credential demonstrates to colleges and employers that students have the knowledge and skills to be financially savvy. Other certification exams and technical tests are offered within each of the CTE program areas. Joining me for this podcast are two CTE teachers to talk about credentialing exams offered in their classes. 
Renee Randolph is the Culinary Arts Instructor at the Arlington Career Center. Students taking Culinary Arts II take the Serve Safe Food Protection Manager Certification exam. I will also be joined by Saruhan Hatipaglu, the EMT instructor at the Career Center and a former EMT student to talk about the National Registry Emergency Medical Technician exam. So I'm sitting with Renee Randolph, the culinary arts teacher at the Arlington Career Center. Renee, I was hoping that you could talk about the Serve Safe uh, credential that's offered in your program. Sure, so um, Serve Safe Food Protection Manager is actually a restaurant certificate, or excuse me, a food service certification um, through the National Restaurant Association. So it's a, a nationwide recognized certification for the food service establishment. Um, it is a 16-hour training. Uh, our students do it over the course of two weeks uh, where they're learning about um, the best practices to properly receive, handle, serve, and store food with, uh, while preventing situations of uh, foodborne illnesses or injuries while working in the food service establishment. The certification is, holds value for the students because um, it's the same certification that someone who is the executive chef at um, a top fine dining establishment like Sir Latab or a person who is a, a line cook at McDonald's. It doesn't matter where you work in the industry, at least one person on shift at all times has to have that certification. Um, it costs employers anywhere from three to $400 per employee to go through the training, um, administer the test, the time away from work. Um, all of those costs are incurred by the employer for the certification. Our students get it for free. So when our students go out and apply for jobs, they are um, highly desirable candidates because they come in with that certification already in hand. Um, if you go to a, a restaurant, and you usually if you look behind the cash registers, um, right at the kitchen walls just as you enter, you're always gonna see those serve safe tickers, stickers posted on the wall because the health department requires it. So it's something that you've probably all walked past before and didn't notice it. Now you'll know what that means. Um, in addition to getting those jobs, students that currently work and get the certification, they often receive a pay increase because they've gotten it, as well as if they go to a post-secondary institution with that certificate. It can count as advanced college credits for them. Renee, can you talk a little bit more about how the Serve Safe certification supports students as they're applying to colleges? Sure. So, um, first, uh, if they are going to school to study um, a food service related uh, hospitality, management, culinary, bacon, and pastry, whatever program you're in, one of the first classes that you have to take is um, safety and sanitation. For our students that go into these schools with their cert certificate, one of two things is gonna happen for them. Either they'll be um, allowed to exempt out of that class because they already come in with the certificate, or they're given the opportunity to test out of that class where um, they present their certificate and then they take a test just to verify that they earned their certificate and then the school exempts them from that class at that point. 
Um, so it really is kind of like a dual enrollment credit for our students. The opportunity is there, which is a money saver for our students. Um, it's also something great to have on your resume or your college applications, just to show your seriousness in advance prior training for the industry. Can you talk a little bit about the classes that are offered at the Career Center? Uh, within the culinary program and when students take the serve safe certification sure so um, our students have the opportunity to take three three years or three levels of culinary arts the first year really is just kind of foundational soft skills so just introductions to working in the commercial kitchen space basic food safety and sanitation ingredient identification really kind of just foundational skills um, in terms of industry or credentialing testing, the only one that we offer um, to our first year students is the workplace readiness assessment, which is, which is the high school credentialing assessment. Uh, the students that come back for second year, those are the students that we target for industry certifications like um, the SurfSafe certification as well as the American Culinary Federation. And the reason why we wait until the second year is because by the time the students come back for that second year, um, they have the foundational soft skills. They've also demonstrated um, a commitment and a seriousness to really working. These tests that we, uh, certification exams our students take, they're not high school assessments, they're industry tests. Working professionals have to take them with years of experience, so they're, they're challenging. And we wanna make sure that um, the kids are in a position to be successful, so we give them that year to get themselves ready before we start administering the industry certification exams. Renee, I was hoping that you can talk a little bit uh, on a personal level about your daughter who recently earned a cosmetology certification while in high school. Yeah, so um, being a culinary teacher um, and doing a lot of the activities I do with my students, it requires me to kind of put in some longer hours. So my daughter has always been here after school with me and seen the opportunities that are here in the Career Center. And she expressed an interest in the cosmetology program. So while she was in high school, she completed the Career Center cosmetology program and earned her state board license. And so she is a licensed cosmetologist in the state of Virginia. Um, she went on to school and she's uh, in school studying uh, fashion design and art education. Uh, but she continues to use her cosmetology license while she was in high school. Uh, she worked at a nail salon as a nail technician, as well as doing um, hair kind of on the side. And since she's been in college, she's using that license. Um, in the dorms, she's, for her pocket money, her side money, um, she continues to do nails and do hair. And that's how she earns her little, her little bit of extra money on the side. So um, I don't know if that, she will ever uh, work in a salon full-time, but it is kind of that supplemental resource for her. Um, and she's so very glad that she has it. She even talks sometimes about um, if the fashion design thing doesn't work for her, she's like, I could come back and, and teach the cosmetology class. That seems like a fun thing to do. So Miss D has had a, a major impact on her for sure. Thank you, Renee. Absolutely. I am in the EMT classroom at the Arlington Career Center with the EMT instructor and a former student and we are here to talk about the credential that's offered within the EMT program. Can you each please introduce yourselves to our listening audience? My name is Saran Hatipolo. I'm the course coordinator for emergency medical technician program at the Career Center. Hi, my name is Liam Hadley. I'm a former student of the EMT program. 
And so I'd like to begin uh, with you as the instructor talking about the credential that's offered within your program for students. Sure. Uh, we provide an industry certification, emergency medical technician certification in our program. The class itself is a, is a year-long class where we teach our students pre-hospital care skills, life-saving skills, um, which they continue to practice throughout their clinical rotations and ambulance ride-alongs. And at the end of the year, uh, they have a choice to take the certification test. It's actually called the National Registry Certification Test, and it's divided into two pieces. Um, it is governed by uh, Office of EMS in Virginia. So they, they uh, during COVID, pretty much gave the instructors um, the ability to test our students for the practical, what they call psychomotor skills. And once the students pass that, uh, they will need to take a written test at the national registry level. Once students pass both the psychomotor and the written test, they are certified as EMTs, not only in the state of Virginia, but also national registry, which means that if they go to college somewhere else outside of Virginia, they will be able to use that certification to do volunteer work, or um, actually they can, some of them do part-time um, work with that as well. Um, I've been an instructor here at the Career Center since 2007 and became the course coordinator or the program director in 2015. And uh, going back, looking back 15 years or so, we usually uh, have about 10 to 12 students per year who are uh, certified as EMTs. So we have quite a number of them out there um, serving as EMTs and some of them actually have moved on to become paramedic, which is the highest level of um, of uh, certificate or certification you can get in the pre-hospital care. The class itself is a year-long class. We divide it into EMT1 and EMT2. Up until this year, uh, it was a year-long program. We just called it EMT. But this year, uh, we changed it to EMT1 and EMT2, pretty much dividing the course into two equal halves where we teach our students uh, basic skills. And then in the second semester, when they're taking EMT2, they take uh, their clinical rotations and ambulance ride-alongs to build onto their, their skill set. But at the end of the year, they take the certification test. And one of the um, important things about the certification test, or receiving the certification uh, as an EMT, is for colleges. Uh, I talked to quite a number of um, college counselors, and uh, they tell me, look, we receive hundreds and hundreds of cookie-cutter applications. But if we see somebody who's done an EMT certification, who's received a National Registry EMT certification, that person goes a couple of steps uh, in the line. So it's a valuable uh, skill to have, but also the certification uh, is valued by, um, by others outside of our profession. Liam, can you talk a little bit about your experience both in the EMT class and earning your EMT certification? Sure, so I took the EMT class during the 2021-2022 school year. Um, during, the, during the class, it's a fast-paced class, but it's very manageable. Um, all the students get to know each other really well. Like, you kind of become a little family in here because you're all learning the same stuff. Everybody struggles on something throughout the year, and we're all there to help each other. We did study groups. Um, we still have, we still stay in contact with each other, even kids who are off to college. We're just so that connected through this class. Um, 
So, yeah, I got my certification in June, um, and since then, I was offered a part-time position at the Arlington Free Clinic um, after graduation, um, and I'm able to put this onto my college applications. I was able to put that onto um, my job application, um, and my employer was very impressed to see that. They said that was something they've never seen before. Um, and I actually got promoted really quickly because they knew that I was responsible enough because I had this huge certification that takes a lot of responsibility and effort. Um, and it just kind of puts you a step forward ahead of other people in the real world. So this year, Liam, you were involved in the Arlington Tech Capstone. Can you talk a little bit about that and what you're doing in the EMT class as part of your capstone? Yeah, so I was really happy that Mr. H let me come back this year. I enjoyed all my time in the EMT class last year. Um, and this year, I'm trying to be there for students to help teach them skills. Um, so during skills days, I help with instruction. After the main instructions have been given, I can help follow up with kids one-on-one -on -one when they say, hey, I need help with something specific. I can say, okay, and I sit down with them and we can finish that out. Um, when we do lectures, lectures do move kind of fast in this class, um, and there are usually a lot of questions, and having someone that kids can come to with those questions um, so that the class can continue. Um, I've had a lot of students who said that was really helpful already. Um, it's been great. You get to know all the students. Um, they kind of come to you with what they need, and they say, like, hey, I'm really stuck on this I don't understand and being able to say okay look here here's where you can find uh, more information about this here's where you can find more information about that before their quizzes or tests so they don't struggle on all those assessments um, it's been really great uh, Liam has been heaven sent to us this year because um, one of the things that um, I really try to establish here is students who have done this and students who can walk through with the newcomers in the EMT class. And um, Capstone has sent EMT students before in the past, but the, the program is more structured this year. They have to do, they have to accomplish a list of objectives. And um, I'm very happy to work with Liam. And the whole goal is uh, to make the students that are coming in comfortable. And who better than somebody who's walking those shoes 12 months before and talking to them and getting them uh, ready for, for the requirements of the class. We as instructors do our best, but when you have somebody who's done it, students usually go to them for extra help. And my goal is when we establish EMT3 class uh, at the Career Center, hopefully we'll have more than one student coming in who already has the certification, and we can divide the student on a mentor-mentee relationship where they can actually meet periodically and talk about their needs and the requirements that they have to fulfill. So this was a very good start with Liam uh, being here. Uh, even though he's one person, he's doing a great job, and we'd like to continue this project with uh, Capstone in the future. Thank you both. A special thank you to my guests for their insight and this information, and thank you to the audience for joining me today for this podcast on CTE credentialing. To learn more about CTE student industry credentials, 
visit the Virginia Department of Education website where you can find detailed information about Virginia's Pathway to High School Credentialing Program, which was developed to encourage more students to work towards selected industry credentials or state licenses while pursuing a high school diploma. The Arlington Public Schools Office of Career and Technical Education podcasts can be heard on a number of podcast platforms, including our host, Anchor, by Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Breaker, to name a few. I'm Sherry Brown, and I look forward to talking with you soon on another episode of Arlington CTE, Keeping It Real.